Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Big Ticket Variety and iHeart's movie podcast. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today, I have a very special guest. It's Variety's Deputy Awards Editor, Janelle Riley. We are, of course, talking about the Oscars. The big night happens on February 9th. Janelle and I talk about what we think will happen on the big night, what we think won't happen on the big night, what we think should happen on the big night. Of course, we're going to be discussing who and what we think will be taking home Best Picture and Best Director. Plus, what do we think about the Oscars going hostless for the second year in a row? I'll have that and a whole lot more coming up after the break. Stick around. I'm Alec Baldwin. Listen to my podcast, Here's the Thing, on iHeartRadio. It's my chance to talk with artists, policymakers, and performers, like the actress Kristen Bell. And the moment I said, you know what, I have a thing, and it's a quirky, weird, fun thing that can be snarky, and I love doing it, I do it pretty well, why not lean into it? And that is when I felt like I started becoming happier. Music legend Mick Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac was always about change, so that you were accepted for who you were. Former governor of Vermont, Howard Dean. I took the call in this quavering voice and the other end of the phone says, I regret to inform you that the governor has died of a heart attack and you're the governor. <laughs> that was the end of my medical practice. And best-selling author, Isabel Wilkerson. People would come up to me of all different backgrounds and would say to me, I had no idea that this happened in our country. If you like listening as much as I like talking with interesting people, go to heresthething.org and subscribe now on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Now, here's my chat with Janelle Riley. Hi, Janelle. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Is this it? Are we starting? We're starting. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So we're winding down. Oh, hallelujah. We're so close. This has been the shortest award season. I don't know if in history or not, but it's felt like... I mean, I'm exhausted. No, um, Oscar nominations were only a week and a half ago. Doesn't it feel like three months? I mean, it feels like Oscar nominations were being given out at camp. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? In a way, they were, yeah. The movies start playing, and it's, you know... We're in that business. Mm -hmm. It's, okay, who's going to get nominated for Oscars? Who's going to get nominated for Oscars? I think at this point, though, I think the acting categories are pretty locked. Pretty locked. So Renee Zellweger for Judy, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, and Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm not going to argue with the SAG Awards. Or for that matter, they all won Golden Globes. Although, once again, the caveat, Golden Globe Mm -hmm. voters are not Oscar Oscar voters. voters. But still, things have been lining up, like, a little too nicely this year. Yeah, you know, but as we know, like, when it all first started, it was, you know, Brad Pitt, Everyone was excited about, but then there was Al Pacino and Joe Pesci right. and Irishman, where everyone's right. like, "Oh my God, they're you know these are legends." And Joe Pesci came out of retirement to do this. You know, we have to honor so him. So good. Well, if Joe, I do wonder if Joe Pesci had worked the circuit at all, mm. if you know he would be picking up some of these awards. Right. I mean, obviously he's getting critics awards and people love him. He didn't even go to the SAG Awards. He skipped no. the Golden Globes. I mean. And yeah. I was there at the premiere in New York. And he Once again, just I understand you get to go to fancy <laughs> premieres listen, and parties. Don't even try because you go to fancy <laughs> premieres and parties too. I so do not. Even. I hate the parking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I wonder if, you know, if he was on the talk show circuit, if yeah. he was doing late night and, you know. People love him, you know. Viral moments I, for a campaign. You know, he really, I mean, he still is giving Brad a run for his money, in my opinion. If anyone else is going to take it, it's yes. him. But, yeah, part of me wonders. I mean, he doesn't care. He's got he his doesn't. Oscar. That's He's, the thing. Yeah. And I think people, do voters sit there and go, you know what? Joe Pesci doesn't care. We don't yeah. need to Brad Pitt, though. They want you to want it a little bit. Yeah. They don't want you to want it too much. They think that's tacky. But of yes. course everyone wants it. Give yes. me a break. Yeah. yeah, It's nice to be nominated, but it's even better to yeah. win. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the best picture race and the best director race. Ooh. These are the two yes. that we don't really have a real sure shot of who's winning, do we? Well, I'm, st- I'm stubborn. Mm-hmm. So I think we do, and I've thought so since September, right. but logic would, would say otherwise. So go ahead. <laughs> what, best picture, what's your call? You know, back when I called Parasite for best picture in September, so many people told me I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Kind of aggressively, right. too. And and yes, I am, but I, I take <laughs> wonderful medication for that. Um, but they uh, have really come around. Mm-hmm. And now people are like, yeah, it's absolutely possible to be the first foreign language film winner. That's really the only thing standing in its way, in my right. opinion. But that, like, is, but that's a pretty oh sure, thing. sure, yeah. yeah. And you know, obviously, Roma um, perception is it came very close to winning mm-hmm. last year and was bested by Green Book. That uh, had a little bit of the Netflix bias, mm-hmm. I think, going for it. Also, it wasn't as accessible and fun. As Parasite, sure. so people use Roma as an example as to why Parasite can't win. I actually think Roma kind of paved the way for us to be ready for a mm. Parasite win. Interesting. Yeah. How, how so? Oh gosh, you know, <laughs> you gonna make me actually show my work? <laughs> um, no, I think it 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 got people into the idea of like, yeah, it doesn't just have to be best foreign right. film. You know, I mean, we we say these things and we really don't know, but Roma came really close. Yeah, oh yeah, I think. I mean, I think yeah. there were people who thought it could do it, but yeah, you know, we heard the same thing last year. Like, it's a foreign film. Mm-hmm. It's a black and white. Oh yes. Um, what was the narrative? It was just sort of this snapshot of Alfonso Cuarón's life. Yeah. But something like Parasite, not a big movie in terms of size and scope. Right. But themes and horror and comedy and you know there's a political thing going and on shocks and galore sh- and shocks galore <laughs> and i think you know it plays to a bigger audience than something like roma absolutely and you know i think that you take out again it's a huge aspect the foreign language but it really is kind of a perfect oscar movie and the thing that i say that i keep saying about parasite that i don't say about any other movie this year this is the one movie no one says anything bad about. Right. And you and I was waiting for it. I do have to say, and this is, you know, the, the Twitter sphere. Right. I posted the other day, like, you know, usually when a movie starts winning things, people start trying to take it down. Right. You know, like suddenly 1917 is the worst movie ever made <laughs> right, because right, right, it won right, the PGA right. Award. Right. Give me a break. Um, and I was saying, like, no one's doing that with Parasite. Now, of course, Twitter likes to correct me when I make statements mm-hmm. like that. So there were all these people saying, oh, it's so predictable. And I'm like, really? So not a predictable yeah. movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you saw that coming? Okay. Uh, there's sure. no, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't believe that, whoever that bot is who said that to you. It no. was actually quite a few people, but you're always going to find dissenters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. listen, there were, there was on Twitter, in comments on stories, when Parasite won SAG, there were people really? going, how could Parasite win SAG? It's not an American movie. Oh, yeah, people were confused if they were SAG actors. Right, yeah. and they said that, 
it's SAG is an American union. It's an American guild. Uh, SAG has members from all over the world. It's right. not just American. Yeah, it's um, so you know, very yeah, we do have to be careful about that Twitter, that social media right. outcry. Right, because you know, they will prove you wrong right. if you make a statement. And it's just an organized <laughs> minority of about five people. Yes, as you know, listen, we all know it's easier for people hey, to say something mean than something nice. I thought, you know, I put out there that nobody could hate Baby Yoda, and, and Twitter found some people. So. <laughs> That'll show you they exist. They do. So 1917. Yes, great movie. Great movie. Won the PGA do Award. Do you think it's between 1917 and Parasite? I do. Um, I'm not completing count, completely counting out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or The Irishman, but I think it's it really is down to those two. 1917 won the PGA Award. We'll mm-hmm. see who wins DGA this weekend. Right. If Sam Mendes takes DGA, um, I think it gives 1917 the edge. Right. But right now, I'm I'm really being stubborn about thinking Bong Joon-ho takes it. And it's really kind of crazy when you think about the movie that, if it's 1917 or Parasite, no acting nominations. Right. Best picture, but where are the acting nominations? Right, which hasn't happened since Slumdog Millionaire, Something, I think. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. how... Explain to people, how does that happen? How do you have a best picture, but you don't have the best actors in it? You know, both those movies, 1917 and Parasite, have great ensembles. Yeah. You know, I, I do think 1917, you know, it didn't get any SAG awards. It was a very late entry right. into the race. Um, if it had screened sooner, maybe that would have mm-hmm. changed things. Or maybe not. It was a crazy year. Look at those ensembles that were nominated. Right. I was sitting there. I was very happy when Parasite won, but I was like, you know, if Irishman wins... Like, those are some of the greatest right, actors like, of all right. time. It's yeah. not like, again, there's no really weird yeah. nominees in any of these categories. It's every once in a while, something will pop in and you're like, really? That got nominated? But here, it's, you know, if any of those films win Best Picture, right. it's not like there's an argument really that much to be made about, like, there's no way that's yeah. the Best Picture, so on and so forth. But, like, you know, going back to Parasite, it's like, I've just heard no one say Every other movie, there's always like, I really liked it, but yeah. I really liked it, but nothing like that in Parasite. And they do love that cast, which is why, you know, it's so great they got the ensemble nomination and yep. win. And it's like, I, I guess like maybe the fact that no one actor jumped out, mm-hmm. um, so they got the ensemble nomination, like actually really speaks to how well-oiled that movie is. Yeah. Because you can't nominate all of them. And then yeah. Bong, it's just... Everyone People loves him. love that guy. They line up to meet I mean, him. It's to be insane. around him, yeah. it's infectious. It's it he's is. Just, he's he's for having lack the of a better time. term. It's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. He's having the yeah. best time, and it's sort of like this is fun, yeah. and he's so happy for his ensemble. Oh my god, the photos of him taking photos of his yes. ensemble. Yes. He's been doing that all season. Yes. Actually, I remember he did it on yeah. our platform at SAG. I was interviewing. All of them, and all of a sudden I look over, and there's Bong taking photos of them. Someone needs to put together all of the photos, photos and video of Bong is taken, put photos. it on the DVD Blu-ray. That's, a re- yeah. that's a, actually a really good idea. Yeah. Right now we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Janelle and I discuss another year of a hostless Oscars. Will it work? Find out after the break. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. And these remain very challenging times. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help? with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. 
I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, best-selling author, and I'm here to help. Join me every Friday where you can ask your most pressing questions and get helpful guidance on topics ranging from coping with anxiety and mood, relationships, to family and parenting issues, to workplace dynamics, to dealing with COVID fatigue, and everything in between. While it has been a tough time, you don't have to navigate it alone. So, how can I help? You can send your questions anonymously to me at help at SenecaWomen.com and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's more of my chat with Janelle Riley. So let's talk about the Irishman. It got so much, I mean, before it even was released, before anyone saw it, it's Martin Scorsese. It's a movie he'd been working on for, what, 12 years or something like that? He wanted to get made. He brings together Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and obviously so many others. And most importantly, Ray Romano, who's becoming a great actor. Ray Romano, who's (laughs) fantastic. Um, But it hasn't taken, I mean, nominations galore. Everywhere you look, there's a nomination. Critics groups have been loving it, but it's not winning the awards. What happened? Yeah, I mean, I think it will walk away with some below-the-line awards mm-hmm. and some big ones. I think it has a great shot at editing. Yep. Everyone loves Thelma Schoonmaker. Yep. Maker, sorry. God, I practiced <laughs> saying that, and I still messed it up. <laughs> That's why you messed it up, because you practiced. <laughs> it's so true. Um, I know that Roger Deakins is probably going to win yep. Cinematography for, for 1917, but Rodrigo Pietro, mm-hmm. who did Irishman, is is so overdue, I feel. And what he did in this movie is astonishing. I think it has a good shot at adapted screenplay. Mm -hmm. Those big awards, though, that you talked about, it's just just a crazy competitive year. Robert De Niro, doing like some of the best work he's done in 30 years, didn't even get nominated. Right. For best actor, yeah. Golden Globe, nor Oscar. Yeah. It's, it's a little crazy. And yeah. he worked it, too. And that, I mean, you know, coming out of when it first started screening and people first started saying, that was the name. Yeah. Yes, Pacino and Pesci, everyone talked about them. And then there was the argument, well, Al Pacino was sort of a lead actor also. Like, I so disagree with that. Really? He doesn't even show up until 90 minutes into the movie. Wow, it feels like he's part yes. of the movie from the beginning. Because he's <laughs> that good. He's that good, <laughs> right, right. Um, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, obviously yes. Brad Pitt. Um. But we thought they, that would be getting more, too. And it's a lot of nominations, but the wins, not so much. I mean, that's a lot of people seem to think it's the front runner for original screenplay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I agree. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I actually think Marriage Story has Could, a really yep. good shot in original screenplay. Yep. Um, Parasite yep. is nominated. And I just, I kind of... If they like, let's give Quentin Tarantino a directing Oscar. Mm-hmm. Stop giving him the screenplay Oscar. <laughs> I mean, he's deserved his screenplay right. wins in the past. Right. Don't get me wrong, but like, I just sort of feel like stop giving him the consolation prize. Right. The man deserves to win Best Director at some point. And if he doesn't win Best Director, and he has talked about maybe retiring from directing, I don't buy do you, that. Do you think he'll like? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take another shot at it. I'm going to yeah. take another shot at it. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, this year going into um, Oscars and so many other awards, lack of diversity. You know. Yeah. It's, you know, and this is something that I've thought. I just keep thinking about over and over again, like. How does it get fixed? And you know, no one has an answer. No yeah. one has, you know, there's not a golden bullet. Um, there's, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, the academy diversified its membership. Mm-hmm. They really did take they measures. Re- I, re- really I respect did. what they tried to do. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't equal diversity yeah. in terms of the voting. Now, there's some talk like maybe people aren't voting. Those new members, they're younger. I don't necessarily think that. I just feel like if you got into the academy, oh, you you're would pay attention. Vote. You're going to vote. Although Mark Harris uh, did say something about how a lot of people, oh gosh, I hope it was Mark. I'll feel guilty. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I, I, okay. I, know, I know you're going yeah. um, I always default to Mark because yeah. he's genius. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he did say something about. He was talking to voters and they didn't realize because of the shortened season, their ballots were due like the next day. Right. And I think I think even Mark has talked about this. I've talked about this. It's like then there's like, you know, we're taking a, you know, a poll of Oscar voters. Right. Nine thousand. Yep. So there's a lot of people we don't talk to. Um, That's why when people say like, well, the Academy likes this, I'm like, you're talking about like six people you ran into at a party. Well, and I've been guilty of doing that too. Yeah. All of the discussion. (laughs) But I mean, when it comes to diversity, I think, you know, and and I, I put blame on myself for this. I I will take full blame, um, not for the lack of diversity at the Academy Awards. That's what I thought you were saying. I was like, it's your fault. No, (laughs) but really supporting those movies that needed the extra support. And not just supporting them because, oh, it's a good story with people of color. Because they're great movies. And there were so many this year. Yeah, and listen, and my example here is Lupita mm Nyong'o. Out of South by Southwest, that was one of the first stories that I wrote. That's right. She's going to be in the Oscar race. And then... You know, the movie came out really early, obviously, and it sort of just went away. Yeah. So whose responsibility is it to keep it part of the conversation? Critics did support it. Um, You know, The Farewell was very supported by critics. You know, I thought A24 ran a great campaign. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, and I think, you know, they ran a great campaign, but, you know, uh, and I wrote this in my column, I think it was last week, imagine if The Farewell had the marketing budget of the Irishman. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd be having a different discussion about Oscar nominations. It could be very discouraging. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's the money that's being spent. You know, it's not just Netflix. Everyone wants to say Netflix is spending. Right. You know, they definitely spending barrels and barrels of money. On really are, good movies. On really yeah. good movies. So, and other studios are doing it too. You know, Joker had a very aggressive mm-hmm. marketing campaign. It made a billion dollars. Yep. There's a reason for that. It's not, you know, reason it's, you know, people think it's a good movie, but also, listen, marketing, advertising, that mm-hmm. all helps. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, already talking about next year. Horrible, I know, horrible. right? Seeing, well, we're seeing movies now we're seeing that movies might now. be listen, in next year's yes, race, and it's so, crazy to me. Sundance is, you yeah. know, kicking off um, tonight. Oh, is it tonight? Uh, well, wow. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Right, right. Wink, wink. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> um, is kicking off tonight, Thursday. That's right. Today um, is Thursday. Yes. The 23rd of January. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, people are already looking at Sunday. It's like, what are the, mm-hmm. what are the early front runners? What are the early front runners? Well, we knew last year, farewell. Yep. Um, clemency. Yeah. I mean, clemency won big. Clemency won big at Sundance, and it just disappear well, it was a death penalty movie released on christmas day right yeah right. i never understood that especially because it was ready to go right and yeah. alfrey woodard people Ugh. were talking about yeah um, aldous hodge people were talking about and then it just went nowhere mm-hmm. um so it's going to be interesting to see next year i think the studios have to take a really good look at themselves yep and look at okay you have a death row drama 
small movie um, with not, you know, the huge A-list stars, maybe we shouldn't yeah. release October. it at Christmas. October looks good. October looks good. <laughs> um, same thing I think Just Mercy. I mean, oh, Warner Brothers. I don't understand why Just Mercy wasn't released sooner. I don't get that yeah. either. So, Jamie Foxx seemed like a shoe in for a nomination for that a, movie. He was a, listen, yeah. as soon as that movie showed, I think it was Toronto. Yeah, Toronto yeah. was the premiere. Jamie Foxx, people were talking about Michael B. Big Jordan. crowd pleaser. Yeah. yeah. And I watched it again the other night, and I was like, why didn't this yeah. movie have more traction? One, came out late, came out Christmas, um, you know, all black cast. I think it's a it's a different marketing. It's a different plan of action mm-hmm. that the studios have to pay more attention to. I just saw someone saying something the other day about like, why didn't you guys tell me how great Just Mercy is? I just saw it. And I'm like, well, that's the problem. You just saw it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. like, don't yell at me that people didn't recognize it when you're right. just getting around to seeing it. And Oscar nominations were a week ago. And now uh, I wanted to touch on the hostless Oscars. Oh, sure. Why, are you uh, available? Um, no, because <laughs> I am not a comedian. Um, but Baby Yoda, as we have said, we think Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda should host the Oscars. Yep. Wh- Listen, you will get people to tune in. He wouldn't even have to speak. No, yeah. just put him on the stage. <laughs> let, the Mandal- let Mandalorian Right, do just all the flashlights that say, it's the yep. Oscars. Yep. Do you know um, the ratings would go through the roof? I think this year there's a real issue without having a host. It feels weird. Like well, last year was like, last oh. Last year it was the first time yeah. or the first time in recent memory or whatever that there was no host. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, is this going to work? What, yeah. Everyone was tuning in to see if it was going to work. It worked. But I think this year we have a problem in the sense of, one, we know who all the acting categories are going to. People aren't tuning. We've seen the speeches. We've seen the Brad Pitt speech. We've seen the Laura Dern speech. We've seen the Renee Zellweger speech. We've seen the Joaquin Phoenix speech. You know, 1917 and Parasite, like we said, they're great movies. I don't think most of the American audience is running to go see them mm-hmm. and is running to say, hey, I want to watch the Oscars for them. Because especially like we yeah. were just talking about, there's no actors who have been nominated for it. Um, they did nominate Taylor Swift for Best Song, so she won't be performing. She won't. That didn't yeah. even make the shortlist. They didn't. By the way, my, de- like my feeble defense of Cats is that song did deserve to make the shortlist. I should have made the shortlist. Yeah. I agree with you. Beyonce. She could have been nominated for her song. It's crazy. You know, yeah. we're going to get Elton John. Very excited by that. Um, we're going to get who else is not? Cynthia Revo. Cynthia Revo. Yes. Just, you know. First I mean, time and double nominee on first, her first yes, time. Yes. Yeah. You know, and going back to diversity, the only um, person of color nominated in the acting category. I know, that's right. Yeah. You know, um, so just back to the host, I think we need a host to <gasps> sort of. Have fun. I have a great idea. Go ahead. Jennifer Lopez. Wow, you just brought a full <laughs> circle, didn't you? <laughs> I you mean, know. first of all, she's a great host. You've seen her but, host Saturday Night Live. But here's, she the, can here's do it the problem, all. though. Yeah. The week before, she's doing the Super Bowl. True. So are we going to get Jennifer lopez out? Like, is it just too much Jennifer Lopez? I can you, never get enough Jennifer right, Lopez. Exactly. No. Think um, about what you just said. Right. Um, <laughs> and she can, you know, I mean, you know there's going to be comments about the diversity. Like, she can get who, out there in front of it. who's going to, and that's yeah. my next word, who's going to do that? Who's going to do that commentary? Do you think that's why they didn't want to host? No. I think they did. I think they did want to host. Mm-hmm. I just don't think anybody wants to do it. It's a rough gig. It's a rough you gig. You can't win. You have to, you know... It, let's say someone comes to whomever for, okay, we want you to be uh, the host of the Oscars. Well, that person better have like an FBI check 
done on oh, that. That's because, true, yeah. You know, and delete your tweets. Delete your tweets. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, By the way, you can't delete your tweets. They're there. Yeah. They live somewhere. And if someone wants to find them, they'll find them. So I just think a lot of people are just like, you know, they have to take a lot of time out of, you know, whatever their schedule is has to be completely reconfigured. And it's kind of, you know, the cliche is it's a thankless job. It is such a thankless. I mean, I look think, at the people who have suffered in the past. David yeah. Letterman. Oh, just really disasters. Yeah. But I think this year, especially because of the lack of diversity um, and the lack of, you know, female directors and you need someone, whether they do it in a lighthearted way where, you know, it's zingers or, but will then, you know, will there be like a Natalie Portman moment at the Golden Globes when she said, you know, all these male nominees or Issa Rae saying during the nomination. Congratulations to those men. To those men. Who's going to be that person to say it and make an impact to, you know? I think Ricky Gervais tried to address it at the Golden Globes and the joke fell really bad. It was just like... Yeah. It's just not a good joke. But you also can't do this Oscars without addressing it, right? Yeah, I think at some point someone has to say something. Right. Yeah, and they know it's out there. And I mean, and also we, we know that this starts on the studio level. They have to green light pictures right. with people of color and female directors. And then green light and then support Supports. Green lighting yep. is not enough. You know, yep. it's, it's really like we go back to the conversation we're having about clemency and um, just mercy. Don't release those at Christmas. It was so strange to me. And yeah. you know, and I'm guilty of this too. I just recently rewatched a movie from last year, Fast Color, mm-hmm. which was you know one of my favorite movies of the year. And I have not been talking about it because it was so long ago. Because I actually saw it in 2018 at right. South by, mm-hmm. but it was released last year. And I was like, I thought I was doing such a good job I getting the word out it. there. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn it, you know. And listen, we you know. The work that we do, we get caught up mm-hmm. in you know the conversation. And when something's being marketed with a gazillion dollars, that's what's in your face. That's what starts getting the nominations. So if something's not getting the nominations, it sort of falls off the radar. But I think um, I'm trying to make a more conscious effort of saying, you know what? I want to support that. I'm not, again, I'm not just supporting it for the sake of supporting something. Right. It's something that... So great movies. Yeah. So many great movies this year. Peter Nyong'o played two incredible roles in Us. Yeah. She was fantastic. And she did get some nominations. Um, She wasn't completely She made it into SAG, which was great. She made it into SAG. Um, I think she could have easily had an Oscar nomination. Um, And again, I don't know if that's because the movie was released so early or the genre. Um, But yeah, it's just, um, it's going to be an interesting year. I Unfortunately, I just don't think it's going to be highly rated. Really? Yeah, I just don't think people are going to tune in. By the way, I picked what I think is winning Best Picture. Are you in agreement, or are you leaning towards 1917? I'm leaning towards 1917. Which is a very logical pick. Yes. Um, You know, I was thinking about this this morning when I was thinking about our conversation. Like, I want to see Parasite win. Yeah. Um, One, I think it it deserves it, but also it would be really pretty cool to see a foreign win in this... How awesome. When it won SAG Ensemble, like the way people reacted, I was like, yeah, the way people feel good. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, but, you know, you're talking about 9,000 voting Mm -hmm. members of the Academy. They don't all live in L.A. and New York. They're spread all over the world. Um, You know, there's probably a conversation for another time, but I'll bring it up anyway. Um, You know, I think the Academy has to look at their voting. They have to look at the system. Um, you know, they're very church and state. Yep. You know, Price Waterhouse 
they have the votes. The Academy never looks at them. But I think maybe getting in a third party to say, you know, what's going on here? You know, how are people voting? How do how does the Academy know that voters are watching the movies? Well, you know, I have been shocked by how many people haven't seen Parasite yet. Right. Yeah, everyone so, says, oh, it's great. I'm going to get to it. You right. Know? So I think that's an issue for small, especially obviously for smaller films. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's close to 400 films that were eligible it's not humanly possible unless you just don't work and you just watch movies all the time um but i think there has to be some sort of you know right now it's just the honor system yeah yeah and also i'm not a fan of the preferential ballot Mm -hmm. i feel like it rewards like the medium choice Uh which it seems strange because it's picked some great movies recently but uh you know why not just vote for your winner like the popular vote yeah you know the hillary clinton yeah i'm also not a fan of 10 nominees or up to 10 nominees i should say um i just feel like when there were five Mm -hmm. it's it it meant more to be a best picture nominee now i'm like oh yeah because there's always the because there's the ones you know aren't winning five yeah like really yeah um you know and i've brought this up also um is should there be a first-time director oscar oh i don't know i'm not opposed to it yeah Yeah. you know i i go back and forth yeah i think it would bring more diversity and more inclusion because the first-time directors are Mm -hmm. a new generation who are making those kind of movies but then you know, it's the Oscars. Yeah. And you if know, we're going to so be adding awards to that show, I'd rather add a casting award. <laughs> the casting, I would love to see um, voice work. Oh. Voice acting. You're I mean, absolutely I right. I really would love to see that. Um, and the first time Oscar, you know, like someone said to me, well, if it is that good of a picture, why can't it be in the best picture? Truth. The problem yeah. is that smaller film is never going to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? And then people say, well, the Independent Spirit Awards, that's what the Independent Spirit Awards are for issue with the Independent Spirit Awards is they're on Saturday. On Sunday are the Oscars. By Monday, unfortunately, people have forgotten about the Spirit Awards. Yeah. And they, you know, they reward great filmmakers and filmmakers who've gone on to win Oscars. But put an award show before Saturday. I know. I still... It's so strange. It's so strange, and I still don't get why they do that. I think if they did it the weekend before, but... There are so many award shows at this point. So many. Just this Saturday alone... I'm it's, looking at I how have, many shows there are. I have public saying, like, could you send someone? I'm like, we're out of yeah. people. <laughs> We've literally, we literally run out of people and in by LA. by the way, it's Sundance this yeah. weekend. So a lot of our film people are at Sundance. Um, so anyway, the Oscars are on February 9th. They're on ABC. I'm sure you'll be there in the room. Maybe. Yeah, you totally are. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be at Maybe. home in my pajamas. Um, I will be watching your tweets, of course, and I want to see <laughs> what stuffed animal your dog attacks this time. Oh, my gosh. So I've had this Okja doll for like a year, and Wilbur just suddenly before the SAG Awards went up and and started playing with it and tore it apart. And I was like, Parasite's going to win. That's that's the Bong Joon-ho song. Okay, so this is what I want you to do when yes. you go home. I want okay. you to get... Hmm. And I'll put get like she, a toy no, soldier. A Joe, a Joe, a Joe Pesci. <laughs> a toy... So, like... What are the other ones that... Mm, a rabbit. Rabbit. A yeah, rabbit. We haven't even talked yeah. about Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. Like, let, let's see. Yeah. See what he goes for? Yes. My goodness. That would be funny, actually. It's about time I put him to work for me, so... That's right. You know yeah. what? Well, a long time ago, I had a dog, and my dog actually had an agent. Get out. For a minute. Did you for get bitter when it would, like, book, or... No. <laughs> what happened was, he got this... Cam- well, I can't even believe we're going here. He got this campaign on spec... <laughs> 
for coach. And he was just a wild dog, and he goes into this, you know, they're shooting the campaign, and he doesn't sit still, but there are Jack Russells there that are like, yeah. train, and like, yes, sit up, my dog wouldn't. But everyone's like, your dog should model, your dog should model, and there was actually an agency in New York, and they call me, like, could you go on a casting? for? And I'm like, I'm working, I'm not yeah. going on a casting, yeah. I'm not becoming a momager to... My dog, so we didn't take it very far. Oh, what could have been. What could have been. Think about that. I know. Well, Janelle, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more between now and then. Um, and then talking after the Oscars, too. Yes, from the beach in Mexico. That's right. You're taking uh, a much-deserved right. vacation. Yes, two days after we uh, ship the post-Oscar issue of Variety, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to breathe a little bit. I'm not going to think about movies. Good for you. Um, I'm going to Maui. You're going. Yeah. Oh, hello. You're going to be yeah. on the beach. I'm actually not <laughs> going to be on the beach. I'm going to be with family. But still, we all need a break. And that said, I'm not complaining because we really can't complain about what we do. Yeah. Because um, that sounds really gross if we complain about it, I think. Anyway. Oh, I have um, to watch movies. Right, I have to watch yeah. movies. I have to go to award shows. But, um, so thanks for listening to this week's Big Ticket. Thank you, Janelle, for being here. Anytime. And see you at the Oscars. Well, I won't see you. You'll be in the actual ceremony I'll be at home (laughs) 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 that was my chat with Janelle Riley Variety's Deputy Awards Editor thanks for listening to The Big Ticket Variety and Our Huts movie podcast I'm your host Mark Malkin don't forget to follow along for all your entertainment news at Variety.com and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin see you next time